0: Hey, this is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram. Also, co host of DC Figures and Collectibles podcast. And a lot of times, people ask me, Where do I get my figures? or What method do I prefer to go about getting my action figures? And I tell them the best, easiest way that I know of is going through BigBadToyStore.com. They usually have all the newest things in stock. They have things that you could pre-order ahead of time so you don't miss out on the opportunity of having them. They also have figures from years ago that usually tend to be at a good price. And figures that are hard to find that you may need for your collection. So if you need to get a figure of any kind, any brand, then I would check BigBadToyStore.com. BigBadToyStore.com. Go check them out today. hello and welcome everybody to dc figures and collectibles as of this recording it is february 5th 2019 and i am coming to you from california where it is actually snowing right now and i am with my co-host all the way from stoke-on-trent england his name is scott p and he is at the dot bat fan how you doing scott
1: where it has been snowing recently. Hello, everybody. um Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? How how's the snow?
0: The snow. It's odd seeing uh seeing the snow. In fact, when you drive around and you're in neighborhoods, people are standing outside just looking at it because it's such a rare treat. It's hilarious. There's old grandmas. There's old grandmas out there in their shorts, just like with their hands out, like snow. <laughs>
1: uh i do enjoy the snow in, in some ways like as you grow older you just think about the logistical side of snow and getting to work but like i don't know there's something fun about it still it snowed here last week so that was pretty nice yeah.
0: and when um, it snows in california if you're from here you know it doesn't it rarely ever even sticks to the ground so <laughs> it's not it's not like anything like what you guys deal with for sure
1: incoming some mr freeze pictures
0: Oh, I hope it. I hope it builds up enough to do some. That would be awesome.
1: Yeah, that'd be great.
0: Well, Scott, right off the bat, I have yeah. to say that those of you who listened to our previous episode, and by the looks of the listens, it was a lot. It seemed like it was a popular episode. Uh, we had a message from a friend who wanted to let us know that. In regard to our discussion on the Facebook ad thing, where they gave you a credit so that you could use their uh, business ad thing and get a sponsored post basically for free and see how it is. Me and Scott discussed how we aren't necessarily big fans of that because even if you are an established site and (laughs) you use that, There could be younger children or other sites just starting out that may get the impression that that's the way to go about building a fan base and getting integrated into the community when a lot of times that's looked down upon. Right, Scott?
1: I agree completely. Yeah, it's so true.
0: But however, our friend of the show, uh, at Joe Malone, JC Malone on Instagram, he... Let us know that his, his wife received a free credit as well, and she's not an extremely big page. She has around 600 followers, and that she herself uh, took the credit and made a sponsored post for a makeup page that she runs, and that it did indeed help. And I could see how with uh, the, a page around that size... And if you're running a business, that doing a post like that where it's an ad could help maybe rise above the noise of the algorithm where it's hard to get noticed. So I definitely could see how in that scenario, in that case, using it could be very beneficial to you.
1: Well, yeah, that's it. I mean, for businesses, I can see it being beneficial, but like ninety five percent of it doesn't seem to be for businesses that are using the service. So I still stand by what I said. I still don't like it. It should be eradicated, but I can see why it would work for a business.
0: Yeah. So we want to make sure we clear that up in case so we don't have a anyone out there says it you know it actually does because like yeah, like we said, we can see where it could work in and certain it's all just
1: opinions anyway at the end of the day. No one should get offended by anything. That's true too.
0: And it is toys.
1: <laughs> it is just toys. It is, well, it and is makeup. Toys. <laughs> toys is toys is a very serious issue.
0: <laughs> for some people, for some people, indeed. But yeah, other than that, we are. I'm pretty excited that the episode was listened to so so much and that it, uh, is doing well. So thank you to those that listened, and if you haven't checked it out, please check out our latest episode.
1: Yeah, it was good fun. It was good fun, and I, I do love a good discussion. It's um, it's what it's all about, and getting like people involved in the discussion is even better.
0: Yeah, and in terms of ads, I have to say we got a we got a message Scott from a company, a podium company. A podium that they would like. Yeah, and I said, you know what? That sounds like a product that we could stand behind.
1: Yeah. <laughs> i like
0: it yes and then i don't know if you heard about otis elevators but they contact us as well and they we say a pitch to us and they say you know otis elevators we never let you down so we're thinking about these two and that's on a brighter note so we're looking forward to those sponsorships nice. <laughs> very
1: nice
0: yes um but in terms of new toys and new photos i know that for sure you have some big news on the weekend theme
1: yes the weekend theme has been announced as of today so when this goes out it'll be a couple of days away so it's a couples theme this weekend with lewis who's at the back collector on instagram check him out his page yeah yeah no it's um it's going to be something a little bit different or to try and do something that isn't um Aim towards a single character after we did a Robin theme, so it wanted to broaden it out a little bit, so I think couple's theme is something that we haven't done done anything similar to yet, so yeah. Looking Perfect timing
0: too, just around Valentine's Day.
1: Yes, that's, that, is, that is very true.
0: Very true. So that, yeah, I think it's cool. In fact, you're even getting out ahead of
1: the holiday. <laughs>
0: so people won't yeah. be sick of it yet.
1: No, that's
0: it. And, uh, and you guys are doing a service actually because most of you know most of the toy collectors tend to be male and most males tend to be uh last minute creatures when it comes to getting presents for their significant other. So in a way, you guys are kind of doing a week ahead reminder like, hey guys, don't forget yes, yeah. you got what a service you guys provide. Yeah, I guess this, this is a, a
1: community service that you don't get on with every other community.
0: <laughs> no, what a community. I tell you what.
1: Uh, you guys okay. are
0: stand-up, stand-up gents for doing this.
1: Yeah, hopefully for anybody else who's a, a single male, <laughs> that, we can enjoy some photos over Valentine's Day instead.
0: As well, yeah, it's a win-win. Uh, All I, yes, most people good. tend not to even want to go out because they want to. They'd rather save for a figure.
1: Yes, I'll, I'm very much in that bracket.
0: I, it's hard for me to say I'm not in there as well.
1: I, I have I have no choice but to be in that bracket Ah, <laughs> uh, they do they do have a British tinder
0: Ah, oh, you might have to check that out soon <laughs>
1: uh
0: but uh it, if you got any new figures or thing I know you got your new figure, your battle damage batman finally
1: yeah oh, i'm I'm glad you noticed because um I literally just something like that picture tonight, so um. I took that picture about 10 minutes before I uploaded it. I just wanted to do a quick photo and, and um, well, I'll say a quick photo. It took a while to set up, but then quick and <laughs> getting it uploaded is what I mean. But, yeah, um, it's, it's an unbelievable figure. I love the face sculpt on that figure. You can tell it's one of the early ones, the DC Direct days, when they really put so much into every figure they made. Not that they don't now, but it's certainly less so than it was previously. So, uh, and it's weird to think that figure's been in a box for nine years. I say it all the time, but it's just so strange. It is. It's
0: also strange because it also looks like it has great, vibrant colour on
1: it. Honestly, it really does and the details, like, when you see it in the box on pictures, you think, oh, it's just got a few scratches on it and a bit of dirt around his boots and that's it. But it has, all the details of his cape, the details of his face, he's got like, um, dirt patches on his flash bit in the cowl and it's just, the detail is fantastic on it. So um, I've already done like three or four pictures of just that figure so it's just so addictive (sighs) when you get a new figure like that that you really like. And I'm probably going to go there and say certainly for now it's my favourite Arkham Batman. I just think it it looks fantastic as a figure and the Asylum game is just an absolute classic as well.
0: Yeah, it does look like a highly detailed and like a figure that they put a little bit more love into.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I, it's just so good, and it' a real throwback to the DC Direct days. And I just feel like it's um, one of their best figures. Like, love the Arkham Line so much.
0: Okay. Any uh, any hints? Don't don't give it too it much away. Any hints? But maybe a couple that we're not used to seeing that you might post?
1: Um yeah, I, I would say so. yeah, I think so. Oh, nice. Yeah. I can the the a photo of something different will be green lit by the weekend, I would say. That's the only sort, nice. I guess. That'll oh, yeah. be that'll be very exciting. <laughs> No, I'm definitely going to try and do something a little different. But, uh, and so
0: far, in terms of your California trip, you're doing well in uh, holding back spending and saving up.
1: Oh, God, yeah, really. I'm actually, I mean, that Arkham Batman's the last figure I bought and that was two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago.
0: That's showing um, strong restraint.
1: Strong restraint, yes. It's, it's, so it's going quite well. I mean, I'm buying little bits here and there. Um. A few lego bits but it's just stuff that is really inexpensive so
0: oh nice and recently you're getting some lego stuff recently
1: yeah i bought a shout out to b&m in this country bargain store that is just fantastic it's got all the animated series batman figures in there that you could ever dream of for 7.99 um and they've also started getting in some of the lego movie two sets um which is pretty quick actually because they, they don't usually get them until they go on sale like maybe a year or two later but they've got them in now before the movie's even been released which is amazing because the prices are fantastic so check them out and and yeah, pop in the stores because they're hitting the shelves now so I've I got one of them and they've also got the little um, the Collect 20 little, little Lego figures that you can get so I've bought a couple of them too so they're really nice some good characters in that including abraham lincoln i mean you can't you oh can't my not gosh want, you can't not want an abraham lincoln
0: the most honest of the u.s presidents <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, that's yeah, cool
0: i like that let's make a little able uh minifig
1: oh uh, it's it's so cool and like and there's so many great characters in those sets
0: and this is all it's from the lego fun. movie too
1: if, yeah, it is. I, just before we it came, it came on air, about... So it's quarter past 11 now. At 10 o'clock, I started doing it. Well, no, probably about half an hour, I'd say. I started digging out some of the Lego. So just in a massive Lego Movie 2 shot that I'm going to upload. The next yes. Honestly, it took so long to set up because the figures are so small you have to angle them all correct. it's I'm not used to shooting Lego. It's really weird, but...
0: Well, it's always a treat when you finally do because it's always really cool. It's always worth it.
1: Thank you. Yeah, dude, that's very kind. It's I feel out of my depth sometimes doing like a shot, so it's nice to do something a little bit different, though.
0: Oh yeah. Then speaking of different, I finally took a picture of that uh that Wonder Girl figure. I guess.
1: Yes, I I really enjoyed that Batcave shot that you did.
0: Thank you. Yeah, it's fine. She's still pretty tall, but I figure she could work with most of the figs.
1: Oh so I I Amazon's a at all right. I'm, I'm into tall, so it's fine.
0: Yeah, very good point. I'm glad you recognize that. <laughs> and then uh another new figure I I just ordered that because I saw it was finally available because even on Amazon here in the states trying to get any figure from the Lobo wave is impossible. And really? finally th- this figure was available for a split second and it said one left when I after I ordered it was the the uh flash from the Lobo wave
1: the kid flash yeah yeah yeah.
0: so that'll be very cool to add to the flash figure family
1: that's a very nice figure as well We don't get that many of the sort of like the block code style ones that you could do pictures with the justice league figures so that's yeah
0: and i feel like he could fit in well with a teen titan squad pick
1: yeah yeah for sure
0: he'll fit in nicely with wonder girl and spoiler and damien and all that (laughs)
1: <laughs> it'd be pretty pretty awesome I do like that figure a lot
0: yeah and then I could do you know I could just mess around with all the flash figures with some timeline picks. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that that's the only new figure I've got recently but I do really wow.
1: like that picture of all the Batcave diorama and everything it looks really good I love how Alpha is just looking at
0: yeah <laughs> 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 I also, it's like doing that. You don't, there's so many Batman sidekicks, and there's still more Like in that picture. There's not even two of the figures that are coming out from Mattel this year with the Red Hood and the Red Robin figure. Mm. That's even more Bat Family.
1: Oh, couldn't you imagine when they come out?
0: I'm hoping they do an Orphan or a Cassandra Kane version Batgirl soon.
1: That would be nice. That would be very nice.
0: I feel like something we desperately need.
1: And I don't want
0: the version from the new Birds of Prey movie with the cast. Don't want that.
1: No, that's very strange. (laughs) No. Yeah, I think we can do without that.
0: Yes. Give us the the OG style.
1: So that picture, I'm interested to know because this is something that – people have different approaches on when you're setting a picture up like that and you've got so many characters obviously you want to get all the faces in the shot and nobody covered up so do you use a tripod and set it up or do you set it up and then angle the camera
0: i set it up in a and just using my my vision trying to imagine where i'm going to shoot it and hope it will work when i put the camera there i get in the spot with the camera physically holding it I'll take a few pictures and look at it and see what it looks like. And then I'll adjust after that. And then it usually took a couple more pictures to uh, get it how I like it.
1: Oh, that's pretty cool. I, I, no, I like that. Because it's, it is hard sometimes when you've got so many characters and you want to see, even like, even more than their faces, you want to see some of their, like the emblems perhaps or something like that. You know, You want to capture every bit of detail. So that's pretty interesting
0: yeah and sometimes that sometimes like i said it's hard for me to just uh make sure i do it and not overthink it because if i start to overthink it then i'll never get a picture done
1: yeah that's very true you know, <laughs> no 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 gallagher said that once about i think it was don't look back in anger he said if i knew what that song had become i never would have released it <laughs> very true. uh
0: but yeah the, i think i have a couple more figures uh Oh, I have a doctor. I found out his name, Dr. Psycho, that little tiny guy. And I have the Dark Knight 3 Wonder Woman I have to eventually do as well.
1: Nice. But, it sounds good.
0: Yeah. And then other than that, I just... Today's Batman animated series shot was almost got him. And not a lot of people like yeah. that episode. A lot of people really think that that's the worst one of the series. So, you
1: know, now I'm, I'm, no, it's, I'm smelling a lie.
0: Yeah, it's people's favorite. It's a lot of people's favorite. So, I was really happy to do that one. It was a lot of fun.
1: I'm, finally, sure it's, um, sorry, I'm pretty sure it's Simon's favorite as well. He was at Batman Animated Fun. I know he loves that episode a lot.
0: Oh, and he's done some crazy cool animations for that for that episode, too. Yeah. Even alternative versions with different bad guys, which, like, one was a baby doll and all that. I love that one.
1: Oh, that was brilliant. Joe, I can remember one of his first ever pictures when I started following him. He did an Arkham one with the, the Arkham Origins TV set. And that that picture alone made me want to get that TV set. I was looking around for it for ages. So, uh, yeah, I honestly, though, that, that shot you did, you almost got him. I truly do think that is your best ever photo. I absolutely love it. It's so good.
0: That that's extremely extremely kind of you, and that was a fun one to figure out. That's actually me holding the a bat signal above it, and the that time I actually did use a tripod.
1: That's very interesting. No way i I was wondering how you got that effect. I thought it was like maybe um, I don't know what I thought it was. I'm not gonna lie. I genuinely <laughs> I, think it, I thought it was some kind of like picture you've got underneath underneath or something. <laughs> no, and then like a light shining through the like the the prints or something, but no, it's really, really cool.
0: Yeah, I just used the I was looking at uh pictures and I saw okay, there's one where they had like the bat signal on the table and say, like, hey, I got the bat signal, let me try to figure out how to do it. And it just ended up having to use it the tripod and then ho- hoping I could hold that steady enough with a timer to get it to work.
1: It looks really good in the um like the cleverness to just use a bat signal is brilliant, but I also like that you use the bat signal to make it look like one of those low lights that you get in like a casino or something.
0: Yeah, the lighting was really, really tough too, because I had to balance it with another light, but I could never put it too close because then it's just too hot. So that was probably the longest.
1: And it drowns out the color sometimes, doesn't it, in the figures? Yes,
0: and then using the atmosphere aerosol that Joe Malone and Neronian told us about really helped lengthen the small amount of light that I wanted to use to just enough where you could catch some details on their face.
1: Yeah, I do like that. Uh, So it's just looks like a classic villain scene. It reminds me of like a Batman 89 kind of um, atmosphere.
0: Oh, that would be awesome.
1: (laughs) It really reminds me of that. Just that, you know, when they're all gathered around on that table and they're just discussing things and there's like cigarette smoke everywhere. Yeah, the joker electrocutes that guy. It reminds me of that. It's got that kind of vibe to it. I I really do love that shot though. Oh,
0: thanks. That's That's one of my
1: favorite scenes.
0: It's definitely one of my favorite scenes. So that means a lot. That's kind of you, Scott. No, it's
1: fantastic.
0: Now I gotta top that one tomorrow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, what's the next episode?
0: Oh, well. Um, let's see.
1: while you're looking that up, anybody who's listening to check out the like, Trench Warrior picture that tower did as well, because I love seeing pictures of, not even necessarily characters, but of sort of like background um, background characters, and it's just great to see that Trench Warrior get some love, because it's a really cool figure.
0: Yeah, it's going to be rare, plus people keep wanting to uh, army build it, but like the they can't, it's just so you'd have to spend so much money to do that. Yeah, oh, that would be
1: But Thank you. To an army.
0: Uh, tomorrow's episode is one that not a lot of people like. I would say it tends to be on the scale of not good, not bad, but forgotten. <laughs> and it is Birds of a Feather with Penguin.
1: Oh, I quite like that one.
0: You okay? At least you know it.
1: And who Most says people- opera has to be boring?
0: Yeah, just because you have no drama in
1: your souls. I love that part. <laughs> Did she mention my fine Roman nose?
0: Yes. Uh, but Veronica.
1: Do you know I got memories of that? Because um, I don't know if you get it in your country. You know, at like the VHS videos, and they got like, the pictures of the characters on the front. Yeah. Because yeah, that was. I remember having that. So I was probably about 12 or 13 and for some random reason, I wanted to get back in to watching the animated series again. So my mum bought me these VHS tapes off eBay. I just watched a couple of them and that was one of them, what right, with the penguin on that episode was on it. And then the laughing fish was on Joker ones as well. I don't know if memories of it, it's just strange. And so I always like that episode because of that.
0: Yeah, it's also, it's pretty, uh, it's one of the few ones, Every villain tends to have a moment where it's kind of like human and humanizes them, or you make them feel bad, or it feels yes. bad for them. And this one's actually the one that you feel bad for, Penguin.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. very true because he he doesn't do anything throughout that. Like he is, he's provoked into a reaction and goes overboard with it. But he he is the innocent party right up until the very end of it.
0: Very much so.
1: 'Cause he, he genuinely does want to change but just isn't allowed to by society.
0: Almost like a Harley's holiday style. Yeah,
1: yeah, That's it fair. is. It is actually to be fair, yeah.
0: And then after that, it is your favorite episode, I think, or one of your favorite episodes. So I'm really, no. really, really gonna try to do this one well. And it is what is reality?
2: Oh, I, I
1: love that episode so, so much.
0: That will be a fun one, The Riddler.
1: It's honestly just so good. I love everything about it.
0: Especially with how big virtual reality is nowadays.
1: Yeah, yeah. Have you yeah. ever done that recently? They were ahead of their time. Um, say that again, sorry.
0: Have you done that recently? you done any virtual reality?
1: I haven't. I've heard a lot of things about it, and I would like to have a go of it, but I've I've never actually tried it. Oh my gosh,
0: when you get here we will try that for sure because...
1: Oh, I heard good things, heard especially about the Arkham VR as well, that's supposed to be good
0: Oh that is, I've tried it Oh no way it, You would almost never want to leave because you feel like you literally are Batman and who would want to go back
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> But yeah, that's uh a, that's a, the next couple days planned out, that actually yeah, I look forward to the next couple days it's honestly the hardest part was last week going through like Tiger Tiger and Moon of the Wolf and those type type of episodes just because there's not a lot to work with figure wise and also people don't tend to know those episodes that well
1: yeah well that's it you you forget about an episode and all of a sudden you you just spring one up and think oh crap I forgot about this one this is great
0: yeah but DC Collectibles could definitely make it easier on us that they made figures of all these characters.
1: This is true.
0: Especially even like Veronica Vreeland. She's in tons of episodes.
1: She actually is. She, she is in loads of episodes. Like it's her and the I think. Yeah, I mean, we've got figures like the Creeper off one episode, but then we've got like her and Rupert Thorne that just don't exist. And they're probably in. At least I'd say maybe a quarter of, I would say maybe like one in five episodes they make an appearance in either of them. So they're, they're quite big characters within the series.
0: We have a figure from the anti-fire suit where he's wearing it for literally a minute in the end of an episode. <laughs> and the Riddler who gets one glance in the new Batman animated series, and they finally gave him more screen time in Superman. But
1: yeah, it's come true, on, guys. I would have loved to have seen more Riddler episodes and new adventures. Oh, oh heck yeah.
0: Because I liked his design. I think it's a cool mm. design. It's kind of, of like, great? it's weird with no eyebrows, but still.
1: Yeah, well, it's <laughs> funny, isn't it, when he gets handcuffed and by Robin <laughs> in Superman and he takes that hat off and he just balls like, what the hell?
0: Yeah, what happened to I you?
1: <laughs> well, that's it. I, I know you've aged, but good grief.
0: <laughs> it's, all the the riddles have been quite vexing on the hair follicles.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was the stress of Batman beating him <laughs> that made him go bald. Uh,
0: maybe that helmet melded to his head from what is reality and he got stuck.
1: <laughs> uh, speaking
0: of the that universe that Bruce Timm so brilliantly crafted. Yes. Before I got on here with you, I watched the new... Uh, trailer for the Justice League and the Terrible Five?
1: Uh, the Fatal Five. The Fatal, Fatal Five.
0: It looks pretty good.
1: I honestly cannot wait. This is everything I've ever wanted since 2003, 2004 even. Um, when yes. the JL ended, it's just unbelievable. I can't wait.
0: I, I think it's... Uh... I think it's a perfect blend too of new characters and old characters.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. Um, there's a mini documentary that I found as well. It's about ten minutes long, just discussing the movie. Really? Yeah. And and some someone came up to Bruce Timm and was like, do "You know, we need, we should use someone like Mister Terrific. You know, he's a good character. It's the right time to use him. We didn't really get to see him much in JLU. He was like perfect. We'll throw him in. I I just love that they do things like that still and. You know, they reintroduced characters that didn't get much attention and then brought in new ones as well. So, um,
0: Jessica Cruz,
1: yeah, Jessica Cruz is such a great addition. And there's so many Green Lanterns been discovered in DCAU, so it's good to find another one. I I think that's like the fifth Green Lantern that we've seen on screen now, yeah, like a main role in episodes. So, it's pretty cool.
0: And then Miss Martian, that's awesome.
1: She looks very good. The design on her is is very very good
0: in the timber style.
1: Yeah, it looks fantastic. Um, Star Boy's pretty cool addition as well, and I like how they've <sighs> like how they've adapted him. And um, once again, it's just like a classic story from an episode where something happens to like a timeline, and then you get. Completely new villains. The Justice League have got to find a new way to defeat him. You know, it's a fresh story, and they don't they don't tend to reuse many things, which is what I love, and it's what the series was. You know, you didn't get much credit for it because it always tried to keep it fresh and always tried to do something different. And they've done it again with this because we, have, you know, we've never seen the Justice League go directly against the Fatal Five. Um, and then we kind of saw it when Supergirl went into the future. In JLU, but not to this degree where we get to see the the, the Trinity go up against them, which is gonna be really cool. So and I love that they've cast all the same voice actors as well. I mean that's just the best bit of all.
0: Yeah, and there's one line that I think really works on even in a meta way, is when you see the Fatal Five show up and they're like, Oh look, it's the old Justice League. Mm-hmm. Technically for all of us watching. It is the old Justice League too. So it's like, heck yeah. Yeah. I love that.
1: It is literally like we've come into the future with the with the Fatal Five. Now we're going back to the Justice League again. It's very clever.
0: Yeah. And it's so, like, yeah, we have some new characters with us that we've just gotten recently, like Jessica Cruz and all that. But that's the old Justice League right there. Yeah. So that's yeah. going to be a lot of fun to watch.
1: It's so cool seeing all the same people back together. Cause and I think a lot of... said, like, the first thing he did was get the same three voice actors back in. It was his first move. I just love that he did that. He, he's an with genius. I mean, it, <laughs> it, it, it was so easy for people to just try and overcomplicate it by recasting, but I'm glad they've stuck with it, and it, it's a no-brainer. And, oh, it's so epic.
0: I also think it's a smart move in terms of redemption because a lot of people were about 50-50 on the ba- the Harley's uh, Harley and Batman movie. Yes. Because a lot of people were excited like yes, the old voice actors it's going to be like Batman they made series and they watched it and they're like yeah, it's not exactly like that. So some people are disappointed, but I think this yeah. is a full-on 100% all in we're going to do this like the old way justice league movie.
1: It is a proper reunion that we've wanted for ages
0: of the the real the definitive unity,
1: and they haven't tried to complicate the timeline by putting like the previous javelin seven and they've they've literally made it after the, the j l u ended so it follows on from that because they've got the the new watch shower is um is what they're using for it, not the original one that was built by Wayne Tech and um, also they've got the the Upstate javelin that they use in in the movie as well. So everything is literally fresh. It's like the jail use ended, and this movie's come along straight after it. And, this um, is why we have
0: Scott, folks. He's a Justice League expert.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say expert. I'd say nerd. <laughs>
0: well, I wouldn't have known any of that. You like, got it on record.
1: It's just, it's so awesome. Um,
0: so technically too, this is the oldest version of Batman before he gets puts on the Batman Beyond suit now.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. That is awesome. Um, there's just so much, like the animation, it's just so much color. I mean, the the only thing they've updated from the entire thing, other than obviously the, the characters, is just making everything um brighter and more... More colourful, more sort of vibrant. So, they haven't changed the design of the characters. They haven't changed any of the the voices. They they've just literally modernised it and not tried to you know revamp everything, which is what what everybody has wanted. You know, because it'd be easy to overcomplicate things with all the modern day technology available. But they've kept it the same. I Feel like twenty five years ago, Bruce Timms. What dream would have been this sort of movie?
0: Uh, no, you're so right. I'm extremely grateful that there's not someone like, "No, we need to make it 3D for the kids and blah blah exactly,
1: blah." Yeah, this is perfect.
0: Just no, no one cares about that. We want to see the original Justice League the way we knew we knew it.
1: Yeah, and kids of today can see what we used to worship. Yeah, they can see
0: They can see gold
1: <laughs> exactly if they enjoy it they've got hours worth of box sets to watch go and enjoy yeah. it
0: now in blu-ray
1: indeed uh, it's great honestly oh, Wonder Woman has a sword now as well it? which is pretty cool
0: about time
1: yeah it, it looks fantastic as well yeah, she's got a little holster on the side holster and on the love- side and then the lasso the other
0: I love that she's flying too
1: yeah, yeah.
0: They're not trying to make her more like Gal Gadot's, where she doesn't really fly much.
1: Yeah, I always found that very weird with Gal Gadot. I don't, I don't really understand it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it, it's uh, it's certainly looking promising. It, look, it honestly looks fantastic.
0: But then the biggest question of all, as a result of this movie, is.
1: I think I know where you're going with this.
0: Are we gonna get some
1: figures? yes surely we have to if the movie's a success, a success why wouldn't you
0: yeah what you gotta give us miss Marcia now and like all the other characters and jessica cruz in that form come on
1: i mean if you look at the last movie they made in that style that were original characters the gods and monsters and they made figures for that and that wasn't a particularly major hit of a movie so and
0: that was pre-animated line to like like extent it is now
1: Exactly, yeah. Oh, we're going to see it, honestly. It would be amazing if they did that. I so hope they do.
0: I hope they do as well and that it's uh, they make the the Trinity available to everyone too so it's not just the exclusive app.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, honestly, it would be amazing if, if they did that. I mean, head says they won't, heart says they have to.
0: And then the other big question... And usually it's a it's a yes with these movies. Do you think? Well, since it's, it may possibly a yes, are you going to go see this movie if it's available in theaters for a
1: night? Oh God, yeah, absolutely. I'll probably yeah. go what, a couple of times to on on the same day. I'm not gonna lie.
0: Well, you you might have to because you have to see a scene. You're like, oh man, I gotta. I gotta see that again
1: so I can shoot it. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably go out in the morning and then at night again. Like, it's gonna be awesome. At is night, that how you?
0: Is that how you tend to watch movies now too? If it's watching yeah. like a, a, a superhero film, like a DC, you're like, oh man, that'd be a good scene to shoot.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's true that is. every time, um, every time I watch virtually anything DC related, I say, oh, go to do a picture on that even if it's not with the same thing as even like i do an animated version of it
0: yeah i can totally relate that's like the last time i saw aquaman i was just like in my head as the movie starts i, All right, I have to take mental pictures as this thing goes
1: <laughs> on. it's so true it's so true and if an idea springs to my life i've had it before where i'm at work and i just think of an idea and i think right quickly so i gotta run upstairs into the staff room get my phone out <laughs> write it down and back up work again now
0: that's awesome. So you have to put your phone away when you're at work?
1: Yeah, no, I can't have a phone. on that's the a smart on business. The shop floor. So I always try and keep a, a mental note.
0: That's actually and, a smart business. <laughs> because I, I, when I worked at a, a normal business place, everyone was on their phones.
1: <laughs>
0: so so yeah, that's I, cool.
1: I try and keep phones away. I mean, I got... A, no, I, 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 it annoys me when Um, I constantly have my phone all the time. I get annoyed with myself, so I always have to keep it away (laughs) and hide it.
0: Very smart move. I'm sure your company
1: (laughs) loves that. Yeah, I certainly hope so. I hope they appreciate it.
0: (laughs) Then, in terms of another Batman movie coming out, and we kind of talked about it a little bit already, the Lego movie, are you going to see that when it first comes out?
1: Oh, honestly, I cannot wait. I'm... Probably more excited about this movie than I was about Aquaman. I just can't wait to go and see it. It's in really? two days' time. Yeah, I it, did. It, it's in two days' time over here, and I just love the original movie so much because I used to collect a lot of Lego when I was a kid. So, um, I'm really looking forward to it. I nice. Can't wait to see that battle-ready Batman on the big screen. He looks <laughs> so good.
0: Do you think Will Ferrell will be in the sequel?
1: Um, hope so I, I hope so that it'd be pretty cool I, I love what they did with him last time so they made it so relatable like being a kid so I hope, I hope they do but can't can't see it I'm not gonna lie
0: yeah and the, I remember that's a movie where I was like my family was wanting to see a movie and I was like let's go see the Lego movie the first one yeah. and they are like the Lego movie because everyone assumes it's just for kids it's like I'm hearing great things
1: yeah.
0: At first, they kind of resented me for dragging them along to see that. <laughs> but yeah, it ended up being really, really cool, especially Batman. Obviously, he got his own movie.
1: Oh, Batman's just so funny. Oh, so
0: fun. he's up there with uh, the How It Should Have Ended Batman
1: <laughs> on YouTube.
0: As funny uh, as Batman.
1: He He's just so good. I, I love Will Arnett's voice for him. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah, I hope we get a second Lego Batman movie
1: as well. Oh, I think we will for sure. It seemed pretty successful, so I hope I hope they do. I I'm really hope this Lego Movie 2 is um, is going to kill it as well. I think it will, because it looks very good, and the reviews been positive. I think it's got 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, so not that you should go off what they say all the time, but that, for them, that's pretty good. That's true. But, um, Unless it's
0: a DC movie.
1: <laughs> and if it's a DC movie, they'll naturally just hate it
0: <laughs> before before it comes out.
1: Yeah, before, <laughs> before yeah, they'll see a trailer, like, nope rubbish.
0: Yeah, oh, they're just copying.
1: Yeah, it's <sighs> just, they, they are. They have a serious bias towards Marvel, but no, Lego movie is really really excited about it. I can't wait to go and see it. Now, back
0: in terms of weather mm- mm-hmm. it's still snowing is there's still a lot of snow there or is it all gone?
1: It's recently gone the last couple of days it's all melted away um <sighs> but it it's still freaking colder it could rain it sorry it could snow at any time would not surprise me
0: I was about to say
1: i was
0: i was gonna ask you if you're planning on doing more outside shots when it's <laughs> no, it was
1: really it was really annoying because every day that there's snow here. I was at work, so and then because it goes dark early now. Every time I get home, it, it's dark. so I can't really go out with um, any sort of equipment in the snow to do pictures. So I had to wait until I had a day off, and the snow had half melted then. So it was it was not as easy, like time wise. But um, was that fun to do? It was. It was cold um you know it no it was fun genuinely i do like taking pictures outdoors when you get the chance so yeah it was it was good fun um and getting batman to stand up was a real challenge as well in the snow
0: and trying to snap a picture with a numb finger
1: yeah it, oh god it's horrible isn't it <laughs> i terrible. don't i don't know
0: i don't know if that cold be here but i'm kind of jealous but I also wanted to know if it was if it was fun or if it was miserable too, taking photos no, in the it,
1: snow. It was all right. Driving home in the snow was was just a little bit miserable. But in uh, terms of pictures, it was good fun. So, what's, so what do you feel changer. like where you are? Is it is it melted now for you? I don't know. I,
0: I'm I'm in my recording studio, so I can't see outside. <laughs> I hope it's I hope it's decent. It'd be a great surprise. I definitely Ooh. would try to, to do some freeze pictures.
1: Oh yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to see that,
0: or at least try to get some pictures uh, with the snow falling in the background, just like a sky, so I could have it as a background for maybe a future pick.
1: Yeah, nice.
0: That's the kind of thing I'm always on the lookout for. If I see like a good sunset or a nice sky, I just take a picture.
1: That is pretty good. I remember when you did that with um, was it an on leather wing shot that you did? Yeah, no, it was. It was a Batman and Catwoman one as well. You did it with, wasn't it?
0: Yes. Yeah, I've used I it that. a couple times.
1: No, that's really good, that is it's a clever idea.
0: Just another tip. Like I've I feel like you could probably do that too with like a camera and then probably upload it in the back as a new image, a new background on your computer or something, right?
1: Mm, yeah. Yeah.
0: Just a cool little tip. Since we we've been talking movies and stuff, not figures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. There's this is another figure thing. I saw the day my comic book shop finally had um, the Shazam and Black Adam 2-pack, the DC Essentials.
1: Oh, okay.
0: It looks extremely cool.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't like the scale, but <laughs> it's not very often you get a cool comic book Shazam and Black Adam. This is true. And I don't know if I necessarily like the look all that much of the Mattel version from the images I've seen
1: yes with the the powerPos on yeah with the
0: huge torso <laughs> the,
1: the huge torso and and even huge head
0: <laughs> so what what do you think what do you what would you do in this dilemma
1: I do I do like them actually they're not the Essentials Wave is slowly but surely getting better. But I don't know. How much is it? Where you are.
0: It's probably going to run me 50 bucks after tax.
1: Wow. See, it's, they're good, but I just... I don't know. It's just for no accessory. No accessory.
0: Yeah, no accessory. That,
1: that's the thing. that I don't know. I don't know if it's a bit fussy, but... I, they, I mean, they do look good figures. I was impressed with like the Watchmen two packs, but
0: yeah, but those with
1: accessories. <laughs> well, this is this is true. Yeah, I mean, we haven't got many Shazam figures, so I mean, for that they're yeah, they're
0: expensive.
1: But they, they honestly, it's crazy how much they they are.
0: Like if my ideal world, I would just want to buy the Mezco one and be done with it, but that's impossible now.
1: Yeah, they are genuinely the most expensive figures in Mezco at the moment.
0: I feel like so... an idiot for not getting them.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> if only we had foresight.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: but uh, yeah, it might hopefully, be, hopefully it might without... worth purchase. What? It, it might be worth a purchase getting them.
0: I'm sure after I see the movie that I'll get it. <laughs> hopefully it drops in price on Amazon.
1: Yeah.
0: And also hopefully Mattel gets their figures up there.
1: Oh, I hope they do because I saw some pictures of, you know, like the, the basic lines that they got, like the very basic lines they do. mm-hmm um, are some pictures of like the Shazam family on there. All the different oh. suits Saw so some leaked pictures of that. They looked okay. Really? Yeah, they look pretty okay.
0: Dang! So that means the Shazam family's gonna be in the movie.
1: Yeah, it looks pretty likely. They do look very good, and um, like the the basic, very basic Shazam looks all right. So, um, and they're usually pretty good prices as well. I think they're only really like eight pound over here, which is pretty cheap. So, um, or at least the Aquaman wave was. Um, yeah, just those are, like, those
0: that look-, look bad in person, the basic ones
1: yeah they they're not too bad at all, like the Aquaman head sculpts, I'm almost sure was a recycled one from the multiverse <laughs> aquamans um and the justice League, so uh, yeah the head sculpts weren't that bad at all
0: now in terms of uh comic book shops and stuff right you said you have a few comic book shops around you right
1: yeah there's there's quite a, quite a few yeah. Some pretty good ones,
0: and most people that collect tend to have a comic book shop that they go to and frequent.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, with that, that's when we are going to announce our next guest that we have on. Yes, he is a comic book shop owner, and he is, is the comic book shop is Horizon Comics, that's in Lancaster, California, a little bit north of LA. And we are going to have him on and ask him what it's like to be a comic book shop owner. I'm pretty sure we all kind of wanted to do that at one point. I thought it would be a dream job. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so we're going to ask him what it's like. Is it fun? Is it cool getting to meet like-minded people all the time and talk about something you love all day? Seeing the figures come in? Because he also has lots of figures at the store. <laughs> so. It would be, I think that would be a lot of fun to pick his brain and see what it's like.
1: Yeah, the whole process of getting a figure and just, it's a genuinely fascinating issue.
0: And comic books and like free comic book day. And I know that he does pretty cool events for like uh, when they had that metal. Remember DC Comics metal? It was like Batman metal and all that.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. They had a midnight release of that at like 2 two or 12 midnight Wednesday or whatever, where they had a rock band playing live in the comic book shop as they released those comics.
1: Oh, no way.
0: <laughs> yes, and they do stuff like that all the time, so they get really into it. and So it'll be fun also to ask them about that kind of thing.
1: Oh, that's pretty cool. I like that.
0: Also, he's been to San Diego Comic-Con quite often. We could get some tips and info on how how's best to go about enjoying it while we're there.
1: Oh, that's going to be good, yeah, to ask about that, definitely.
0: Yeah, and also anyone that might be going for the first time this year, that'll be good for them to listen. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a, a really fun guest.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Like someone completely yeah different to what we've had on previous as well, which is great.
0: Yet still vital to our community.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Well, Scott, do you have any last words for our guests before we uh, switch on over to our interview?
1: Um, well, thank you for listening. Thank you for following. And just yeah. Just Thank you guys. It's, it's it, honestly the, after the last episode and all the nice comments that um, people have been sending in, which is just—it's why we do what we do because it, it, it means so much when people um, drop messages to us. And yeah, I really, really um, enjoy doing this. So yeah, thank you very much for listening. Because without listeners, we don't—we don't have a podcast, and we're just
0: talking to ourselves while recording it. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> uh, I echo that. And again, thank you guys for uh, not just listening, but letting us know that you're listening and letting us know what you like and encouraging us to continue. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun also meeting new accounts and meeting these people, actually hearing their voice. And yeah, we look forward to continuing to meet more of you. And we hope that you guys enjoy this next guest. Until next time, uh, we'll be releasing info on the next guest soon, as well as the next episode. But we hope you enjoy the rest of this one. Goodbye from Scott and Tyler. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to DC Figures and Collectibles. We have a very special guest right now joining us. We're honored that he's taking time out of his day, out of a current business schedule, to chat with us. He is an owner. He is the owner of a comic book store in the Antelope Valley, in Lancaster, to be specific, and it is called Horizon Comics. And his name is Roger. Thank you for joining us, Roger.
2: Hey, Tyler. Good to be with you.
0: This is a lot of fun for me because this is my uh this is my comic book store and this is my guy so this is very cool. And we're also joined by Scott all the way in London uh, England.
1: Hello, how's it going?
0: Hello, Roger?
2: Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I-
1: <laughs> hey. All right, well,
0: if you can uh we would love to know if you could uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about uh if you've always been in the comics, if you've ever been into collectibles, if you've always had a dream of owning a comic book store, if you will indulge us.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I never had a dream of owning a comic book store. It was, it was kind of a happy accident, I guess. <laughs> um, I Yeah, I read and collected comics as a kid, uh, but then um, got married, had four children, kind of, you know, was out of it for, or out of the hobby for almost 20 years, and oh, wow. in, around the mid-2000s, I started getting back into comics, and I was curious kind of, you know, what I had missed, so I um, I was buying uh, comics online, uh, and you know, reading all the stories that I had missed out on, like uh, in, Infinity Gauntlet, Dark Knight Returns, you know, stuff like that. Um, but, uh, I didn't want a collection, uh, because I had lugged my previous collection in like three or four different moves. And I just didn't want (laughs) that again after I had gotten rid of all my comics in the early nineties, I just wasn't that interested in, in acquiring another collection. So what, uh, I did was I would, I would buy the comics online and then I would, uh, repackage them and resell them and found that that we were making a pretty good profit at that um and one thing led to another and uh within within two years we were the largest new comic seller on ebay uh um, oh, wow and then that that actually fueled uh the opportunity to open a retail store um here in the valley uh and then the retail store started doing so well that that we ended up shutting down the eBay side because it's not, uh, it's it's, doing business on eBay. Isn't the most profitable business because they take a a huge chunk of your revenues. Uh So, but that's, that's kind of how it worked out. And now, you know, and and, I, I, I didn't set out to have a, a collection of comics and now I have a massive collection of comics. (laughs) <laughs> kind of weird. So well, what, what was it like on that first day when you
1: opened the the new store? And you you're there, like looking at it. It must have been pretty incredible.
2: It's you know, it's uh, it's been really cool. I mean, being able to you know see this grow, uh, and and to be able to establish a retail a retail shop just kind of organically uh, has has been really cool.
0: And you, you really have a relationship with your customers. Uh, I've I've seen personally, and also on your Instagram, Horizon Comics, you uh, advertise that you have pretty special events. Like when the Dark Knight Metal came out, you had a huge midnight release, actual metal band at your comic shop playing music, right?
2: Yeah, that that was one of the coolest things I think we've we've ever done. I w- I'm not a metal head; I'm more into country. But, uh, <laughs> Um, I, I absolutely had a blast and, and so did all the people that, that come out. So it's actually one of the things that we're trying to do more of is, um, those type of events and, and signings with, with the creators and stuff like that. That's, that's definitely, um, something we want to increase, uh, our offerings to, to the comic buying, uh, community up here.
0: Yeah, especially where we are because there's not much going on but there's a lot of people that are huge fans of the comic book world
2: absolutely and for the most part if if any, but we're we're about an hour hour and a half outside of los angeles um uh, up in the, the high desert and usually if somebody wants uh you know the comic guys up here if they want a signing or or an event, they've got to, they've got to drive, you know, down into, into LA to um, take part in that. So if we can, if we can bring it up here, um, that'll make everybody happier.
0: And you've actually had quite a few artists uh, actually be there and signing their, their photos, right?
2: Um, We've had a few, mostly uh, the local artists like Ray Anthony height, um, who, does a lot of work for Marvel. He also has an independent book called Midnight Tiger. Um, we had him in here uh signing um Chris Johnson, who's done work for um IDW on the Teenage Mut- Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, nice. He was in here. Uh we actually had Kevin Grievous too, um, who's a, a really cool guy, but he um he uh basically started the underworld franchise. And so he's an actor, wow. writer, comic writer. Uh, he does a lot uh, of stuff. Uh, really cool guy. Um, we've had him in here a couple of times.
1: What sort well, of comics
2: and um, what sort of things inspire you? Uh, mostly, you know, over the past few years, I've I've been reading a lot of the indie comics. Um, I still, you know, I, I still like Marvel and DC um, like doomsday clock for dc right now mm-hmm. is is phenomenal I, mean, I I love it i can't wait to see how how it ends um see what jeff johns has in store but uh for the most part um what's what's really taken up a lot of my time is the indie comics um uh, I, I really love jeff lemire who is currently doing uh, Gideon Falls. Uh, I think he just finished up Royal City. He also did Sweet Tooth. Um, I love Jonathan Hickman, uh, who does East of West. I think that's probably for the last five or six years, I think that's the most underrated story that's out there. Uh, East of West is its an alternate reality future sci-fi western with the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse.
0: Oh, my gosh.
2: It's it's epic. I mean, it's like it's like uh, tequila shots in the form of comics. Um, <laughs> it's so good. I've I've actually turned a lot of people here locally onto that series. And we're getting ready to go into the very final story arc. Uh, he's basically uh, been chronicling uh, three years of the apocalypse in this alternate reality world. Um, he also writes a series called Black Monday Murders uh which is fantastic. It's kind of a a horror set in the world of of finance. Um that's
0: oh, that really That sounds interesting.
2: Yeah, well, and I I have a degree in economics, so I think that yeah, I mean, I'm ah. interested in that stuff anyway, but um he just he, he goes places that you you wouldn't even imagine. It's like they end up um basically uh going to meet uh mammon or you know the devil uh and resides in the bowels of the federal reserve in washington (laughs) dc and i'm like that's just awesome that's you know that That makes sense (laughs) Uh, but outside that then there's uh saga and paper girls by brian k vaughn which are both great ongoing series um the new uh archie series uh is really good uh, there's a lot of indie i mean it's like rick Remender. i think has four or five titles that he does at at any given time from deadly class which just got uh, i think that just started on sci-fi network um to black science to low um death or glory uh he's he's an amazing writer that used to be at marvel um but now he, he solely does independent stuff
1: so when you get like new comics and things like that do you get pumped when you, you see things that you get excited about, and because
2: like we do with figures, that's you know that's the one thing about running a comic shop is like Christmas is every Wednesday, or in, <laughs> in our case Tuesday. We do get the books uh, a day early, but you know you get cases and cases of product, and then you start popping them open, and it's you know some you know some boxes have toys and figures in them, uh, and then comics and graphic novels, and it, it's it literally it's like Christmas every week.
1: That's pretty awesome. What sort of figures
2: do you like? Uh, the figures I I'm more of a statue guy. Um, oh. I, the action figures today are amazing. I, I remember the action figures I had as a kid. <laughs> almost tell that they had a face, you know. Um, <laughs> the figures for high detail uh, for for action figures. I love the uh, the figure arts. uh, mm. uh one twelve. You know those the higher end ones are sick. Just you know, you know the detail that they have. But for me, um, the the statues I and I and I don't collect them. Basically, I bring them in and I put them in our display case. And then it's always kind of sad when they go. But I'm like, you know, I for me that would be an expensive hobby, and I would have I would have way too many of them for sure.
0: Now, one big question we have. You are a veteran of Comic-Cons. Yes. You've been to San Diego a few times. If you could, and for any of those, for the other people that are going the first time this year, are there any major hints or uh, anything you could give us that would help us maneuvering through San Diego Comic-Con with ease or anything that could help it make it a funner experience?
2: Yes. Well, the... The, the most important thing to know is that right across the street from the convention center is the gas lamp district. And that's where all the bars are. So if, if you get too stressed out in <laughs> uh, comic Con or anything, you're, you're just a 10 minute walk from, from a nice cold pint. So,
0: Scott, so write that down, Scott. Is, uh,
2: <laughs> the, the first time that, that my wife and I went to comic con, um, as a retailer, uh, we we took lists of stuff that everybody wanted. You know, people wanted signatures, they wanted exclusives, they want you know. And Uh-oh. it was our first time going, and we didn't really know what we were getting ourselves into by taking <laughs> requests. And I think we got out of probably twenty requests, we probably got one. Oh. Uh, really funny with how they do their exclusives you know back back then this was probably 10 years ago um you had to basically enter a lottery the night before you went to um to sign up for the specific exclusives and then you would either you know you pull you know a number out of a hat and it's like yes or no you know you you get a, a place in line or you don't And if you don't get a place in line, then you have to go back and get in line again and try again. Um, So we we learned really quickly that uh, and we were stressed out the whole weekend trying to get them. we were trying to find them at other vendors, you know, trying to find, you know, artists and creators on the floor to get signatures. And and we were really stressed out, um, you know, trying to get everything for everybody. So the next time we went, it was like, we're not doing that. (laughs) <laughs> we're not we're not doing that again because hey, number one san diego makes it really hard i mean if you if you're if you're an exclusive guy you need that you know you need to have a game plan for that and you need to to go in in advance knowing what you're going to do and get there early and get in lines early um but for us now well now uh comic-con does it differently you have most of their exclusives including the signature lines and stuff are done online prior to the con and it's so you you get put into this you know random drawing and you find out whether or not you have um a ticket for the exclusive so that on the one hand that makes it a little easier like you know in you know in advance whether or not yeah. you're going to get anything um but uh, they've been doing this for a couple of years and and i know from our other guys in the shop that that uh go to con they have very poor luck with actually getting the exclusives that way. Um, so they've, they've tried to, you know, improve the system, but I, I don't think they've done a very good job of it. Um, so my wife and I, when, when we go to con, um, we go to have a good time. Uh, we mainly get, because we're comic people, uh, we mainly go to uh, the comic panels and stuff like that, which are really easy to get into. If you want to go to um, one of the the bigger events, you know, a, a big one from a few years ago was The Big Bang Theory, and they put those guys wow. in Hall H, which is you know holds ten thousand people. I mean, something insane. It's a it's a huge venue, but the lines for that place are ridiculous. I mean, they're like a couple miles long. <laughs> um, so we we pretty much there was one time that we tried to get um in, into Hall H uh to see um it was for the Bones TV show panel. Oh and nice. We had been in, in line for, for two hours. Um the line snaked around the convention center and then outside down the steps out into the marina behind the the convention Holy crap! and we were out in the we were out there in the marina in the sunshine right and <laughs> 2 hours later somebody comes out and and says hey the bones panel has been canceled uh, i think emily was oh. pregnant at the time and she had to cancel when she canceled Dave, uh what's his name uh david Boreanis, he canceled too so on the upside you know it's like oh you know well now we don't have to stand in line anymore but um we didn't we never got into Hall H, but Hall H stuff. If there's two rooms at, at the convention center that if you see it on the show, know that it's gonna be a, a you know a, a very long process for you. That's Hall H or Ballroom 20. That's where they put all the, the biggest draw panels. Uh none of which are comic panels, though. It's the movie panels, it's the Infinity Wars. Um, the trailers uh, yeah where, where you get all the first look trailers the the biggest tv shows out like you know uh, a couple years three years ago i think they had the stranger things and they're oh. bringing the whole cast they had they had a big star wars event one one time where you know they they have um the the cast of the new movie and stuff like that so those those are, are going to draw a massive crowd um certainly more people than can get in so we we pretty much avoid those most of most of the comic panels. You can walk right in right at the start and find a seat and and hang out. So whether you you know it's for Scott Snyder's Court of Owls or Doomstopper or anything new coming out, you can get you know pretty much right into those. Um, they don't they don't have as huge a draw as the TV and movie stuff. Um, so our our whole mo is you know we we go to con um uh, get our get our badges, go down, hit the convention floor, walk around, get you know, kind of get a lay of the land, cross the street, have a plane or two to loosen ourselves up, go nice. back, catch a couple, a panel or two, go back down or so we're we're super laid back about how we approach it. And what's always kind of cool is we meet creators um all over the place. You know, whether, you know, on our way to panels or, you know, just walking around. A lot of times you'll have um, writers or artists that, you know, if you tried to get um, a, a ticket for a scheduled signing, you could be in line for two to three hours for that, that person, like, say, Jim Lee. Um, but you, you stand as good a chance of just running into him going around you know, the con and having him sign something. So, um, we, we always kind of approach it that way. It's like, uh, it's all a surprise. You know, you don't know who you're going to meet or see, uh, but we like for it to be more spontaneous like that instead of, yeah instead of standing in, in line for two hours. Cause that's just wasted time. You could, you could be doing so many other things, uh, having a good time down there. So I would, I would say, you know, if there's if there's something that you can't leave con without, that's fine. Um, plan and prepare for that and get it. But beyond that, just um, just go to have fun because it, it, if you do it that way, it's not stressful at all. What's it like in terms of no. access to collectors' booths and things like that? Oh, uh, um, like what's the floor like? Yeah, it's insane. Uh, <laughs> there's there's not there's a lot of visibility of comics and graphic art most of most of that stuff has kind of been pushed out of the convention for paint like you know um food the, the almost like no collectible that that right in the middle of the floor um and then you'll you will have comic companies marvel Deep image dark horse boom idw all these guys will have smaller booths around but these days it's it's mostly dominated by um tv studios uh movie companies uh, video game producers and they they really pull out all the stops to put um, a killer display out for people to take part in, Um, you know, they're, it's like BBC will do, you know, they'll have a a big section and they'll have a TARDIS booth there. They'll have, you know, other shows and they try and make it kind of an experience. Um, I know before, Uh, This was, I want to say, three years ago uh, when Walking Dead was kind of, you know, at its peak. Um, AMC had pulled out this big spot. Uh, They pulled in the RV from from the show, and they did. Scott.
0: Hey, Roger, sorry. (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah I'm in a place for a terrible reception but thank you for sticking with me all right, wh- where did you leave off
2: um, <laughs> I, I'm super long winded and I think I talked for about a minute after I I, I was pretty sure that it that it dropped but yeah. basically I think I was just talking about how um all of the companies use San Diego Comic-Con to to go all out with their displays um, they don't. They don't cut any corners. Um, it's. It really is a spectacle. Um, Though you know, most of the movie companies will have, like you know, before Justice League, they had all of the Justice League costumes on display, the actual costumes. They had. I've um, seen the the actual Batmobile for the movie there. Um, oh, nice. They you know they 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 pull out all the stops to um, really make an impression on the people that are there and so that's really kind of cool um you you get this you get to see all kinds of stuff that um that you're you're just not going to see everywhere else so
0: nice now i want to ask a traditional question that we usually ask and it is are you a fan of the batman the animated series
2: Oh, um, I've I've seen a handful of episodes and I have liked what I've seen, but I've never nice. I've seen them all. So it's hard to say that I I, I would say I'm a fan, but um, what I've seen it, it's extremely well produced. So
0: nice. Well, are there any episodes that stand out to you as you're like something extremely cool? From what you've seen,
2: or Batman the Animated Series, yes, sir. No, the problem for me is that I'm I keep getting older, and the <laughs> older I get, the more brain cells I lose. And so, I, I'm pretty sure I'm down to like 11 brain cells, and they keep, keep getting repurposed for different things. So,
0: well, at least you recycle, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, do you want to ask your traditional question?
1: Well, I, I always ask a few are you a fan of the Arkham? batman games oh
2: no and here's why <laughs> here's why okay so uh i was really late to the game i think it was probably around 2010 2011 when i got an xbox 360 mm, wow, nice. uh, i got um i initially got three games with that i got um Arkham City. What was the first one?
0: Asylum. Asylum.
2: Arkham Asylum. Okay. Um, I got that one. I got Mass Effect, the original one of that. And I got um, uh, Skyrim. So I started started playing uh, Mass Effect. Um, I didn't really like the mechanics of that. So before getting too involved into that I went and I tried uh, uh, Arkham Asylum. And I was like, oh, this is really cool, you know, and was having fun. And so I was like, well, let me see what Skyrim is like. And so I started playing Skyrim. And then it's like a year later and probably a thousand hours into that game. And I had uh, I was like a full blown addict. And I, <laughs> I had to, I, st- I re- literally stopped playing video games for like three years because I had to, I, I was way too, and so it was it, basically the reason that I haven't played all the Batman Arkham games is because of Elder Scrolls, so.
0: Oh, nice. So you are a gamer, though.
2: <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm recovering. I'm in the 12th step. <laughs> but. Yeah, I I do I do enjoy games. Most of uh most of the games we've played lately have been on the Switch. Um I don't know. Whether it's uh Breath of the Wild, Mario Rabbids, Super Mario Odyssey, stuff like that. We we've, we've played um a lot of the Switch games over the last couple of years. But no, I have not gotten the the Skyrim for Switch. I I can't do it. <laughs> I can't I can't do it. You relapse? Yeah that would Uh,
0: well you uh you yourself have a podcast correct
2: we actually just ended our podcast Uh, Had a we had a two and a half year run um but it I, i think the overall quality of the podcast uh had kind of gone downhill a little bit we lost our main host um jonathan who had been a host for two years um, we've made some changes that didn't really work that well, so we decided to to put it on hiatus for a while um and we may come back, but it is it's the all star comics podcast uh, we've got a hundred and thirty some episodes in the can that you can you can find uh in the the ether out there
0: oh, nice that's plenty of content
2: a lot of content, yeah, it was really a pretty amazing run i mean we went. Um it was a weekly comic review show that that lasted for two and a half years so um that was yeah yeah
0: that's a good run and it's strictly uh it 's all about comics correct
2: yeah ninety five percent about comics yeah
0: that's pretty except cool. for that time you guys fan fan out about the the justice League movie and how much you love it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had to get that in there. Right. Well, are there any any other big projects or anything that you got coming up for the shop or any events?
2: Um, at at the moment, no. Outside of the the usual, which is free comic book day, um, that's always the when, first Saturday in May. Uh, ooh. calls on Cinco de Mayo, uh, so you can come get free comics and then go get drunk, uh, <laughs> load stuff up. Um, <laughs> but uh that's always that's always a huge day um We'll probably uh look at having a couple of creators in the shop uh that day. We always have you know some nice sales um we give away i think last year i wanna say that we gave away like four to five thousand comics. Wow, that was incredible, yeah. That's it's a lot it's a huge event it's a huge event, and we have um well Tyler knows we're we're not that big of a shop i mean we, uh, our our entire space is about twelve hundred square feet um so it's it's not a big shop but we have we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people come through that day um so it's it's always a lot of fun,
0: yeah I've seen it on free comic Book day It is nuts,
2: yeah, it's a good time.
0: Always a lot of fun.
2: And then, well, right now, I, you know, we've already started ordering the product for for uh, this year's event. And, and then we'll pick oh, special things to do in conjunction with it. But that's going to take most of our focus um, over the next couple of months. Uh, we're also thinking about um, rearranging the layout of the shop in advance of that. Uh, so that's something that's in the early planning stages um if we if we do it we will probably want to um have it completed before free comic book day so
0: nice that'll be weird seeing the shop looking in a different well, well setup
2: yeah yeah well not that weird tyler you know i mean probably probably <laughs> six months to a year you come in and something's different
0: yeah there's a little bit of something different right now i like got the the board up for like where people could draw that's a cool little spot
2: yeah, I, and I really want more people to to take advantage of that. We we do have the the drafting table. Um, it's I mean it, it's for sale or use. I mean if somebody wants to come in and hang out and draw, they're welcome too. So
0: nice. Well, Scott, do you have anything else for Roger?
2: A very simple question: What
1: is it like in your own business? It must be pretty cool. Um.
2: It you know it is kind of cool. There are aspects, as with anything in life, you know there there are positives and and negatives. Mm. Um, ultimately, I mean you're 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 not answering to anyone um, other than than yourself for your success or failures. Um, but there's there's a certain amount of stress that comes with it too. Um, like, I mean, right now for, for our shop, um, we've been in, uh, we've had a downturn over the last couple of years, um, in, in comics and graphic novels, which is, you know, kind of a, a head scratcher for us. I mean, you know, trying to figure out, you know, why we've, why we've lost revenue, Um, and what can we do to turn that around? So, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely very challenging. It can be very rewarding. Um, and, and at times pretty stressful. So, um, but it is, you know, it's interesting. It's most, most people, you know, think that that's, that's the, the objective, right? That's the end goal, the dream. Yeah is to own your own business and stuff and and for me I, I'm I'm kind of like, well be careful what you wish for. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good. Um but there are also downsides too.
1: Yeah, that's a very grounded way to look at it.
2: Yeah, well and case in point, okay, um before uh, before starting before starting this uh business uh, I was an economist with the department of labor and the Bureau of labor statistics. Oh, wow. And, um, I made good money. I had great benefits. Um, I got three weeks of vacation every year, you know, that we could take off and, you know, do what we wanted when I wanted. Um, I, my wife and I now haven't had a proper vacation in 10 years. Um, well, I, I take that back. There was one one year where we took a week off uh where we had somebody watching um they could watch the shop for us. Um but you know, unless unless you have somebody that you know can do that for you, uh you're pretty much ultimately responsible 24/7. So um the goal I think is to is to grow the business where you do have you you are profitable enough that you have um managers and, and employees that can can maintain the operation so that you can go off and, and you know, um, enjoy the fruits of your labor.
0: Wow. That does sound like it would be a constant uh, balancing act.
2: It is. It is.
0: Well, we truly appreciate you taking time out of your day to talk with us and Talk to us about some comics, especially independent comics that people can go check out that are some of your favorites. A lot of stuff I haven't heard of before, but I'm interested in checking out. And then we also want to thank you for all the very cool tips that I'm sure a lot of people out there will be using. I know we're gonna use them for sure. Especially the ten the ten minute walk to the to the pubs. So that's a good one. And uh yeah, if you if Frank, you guys aren't really what? Good
2: guys are getting to go because it's it's a it's a great time um and i think knowing knowing some of that stuff up you know in advance uh is is definitely helpful i think it should it should uh ensure that that you guys have uh a great week there
0: well you're still up in the air whether or not you're going right
2: uh don't know as of yet okay the plan is, I, w- I would say, uh, most likely.
0: Not Well, we're, we're hoping we see you there then.
2: Sounds great. Nice. All right. Well,
0: hopefully you'll uh, want to come on again sometime soon too.
2: I, I would be more than happy to. Yes. Because cool. this has been
0: a blast. Well, thank you again, Roger. And your handle on Instagram is Horizon Comics, correct?
2: Horizon Comics.
0: Perfect. If you guys aren't following, go follow that. He has a lot of cool events. He does a lot of live videos where you see the events he has even the midnight ones. and It's a lot of fun just to see the creativity he has and how he tries to build up the commu- the comic community in an area where there's not a lot going on. So definitely a very cool guy and a great shop. So we thank him again and we thank you guys for listening again. Thank you for all the reviews and all the comments. Letting us know that you're enjoying the show, uh, especially the last few have been a lot of fun. This one has been very fun and informative for sure. And yeah, we'll be releasing a new episode very soon. Again, this is DC Figures and Collectibles. We do what you do too. We throw all our money at little six-inch plastic men. So thank you again, (laughs) and we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye.